This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth Table. Your word is truth, your word is Presented by Innervar City Press. Your word is truth, your word is the Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Job chapters 18 through 19. Then Bildad the Shuhite answered, How long until you make an end of words? You must consider, and then we can talk. Why should we be regarded as beasts, and considered stupid in your sight? You who tear yourself to pieces in your anger, will the earth be abandoned for your sake? Or will a rock be moved from its place? Yes, the lamp of the wicked is extinguished. His flame of fire does not shine. The light in his tent grows dark. His lamp above him is extinguished. His vigorous steps are restricted, and his own counsel throws him down. For he has been thrown into a net by his feet, and he wanders into a mesh. A trap seizes him by the heel. A snare grips him. A rope is hidden for him on the ground, and a trap for him lies on the path. Terrors frighten him on all sides and dog his every step. Calamity is hungry for him and misfortune is ready at his side. It eats away parts of his skin. The most terrible death devours his limbs. He is dragged from the security of his tent and marched off to the king of terrors. Fire resides in his tent. Over his residence, burning sulfur is scattered. Below his roots dry up and his branches wither above. His memory perishes from the earth. He has no name in the land. He is driven from light into darkness and is banished from the world. He has neither children nor descendants among his people, no survivor in those places he once stayed. People of the West are appalled at his fate. People of the East are seized with horror, saying, Surely such is the residence of an evil man, and this is the place of one who has not known God. Job chapter 19. Then Job answered, How long will you torment me and crush me with your words? These ten times you have been reproaching me. You are not ashamed to attack me. But even if it were true that I have erred, my error remains solely my concern. If indeed you would exalt yourselves above me and plead my disgrace against me, know then that God has wronged me and encircled me with his net. If I cry out violence, I receive no answer. I cry for help, but there is no justice. He has blocked my way so I cannot pass and has set darkness over my path. He has stripped me of my honor and has taken the crown off my head. He tears me down on every side until I perish. He uproots my hope like an uprooted tree. Thus his anger burns against me, and he considers me among his enemies. His troops advance together. 
They throw up a siege ramp against me and they camp around my tent. He has put my relatives far from me. My acquaintances only turn away from me. My kinsmen have failed me. My friends have forgotten me. My guests and my servant girls consider me a stranger. I am a foreigner in their eyes. I summon my servant, but he does not respond, even though I implore him with my own mouth. My breath is repulsive to my wife. I am loathsome to my brothers. Even youngsters have scorned me. When I get up, they scoff at me. All my closest friends detest me, and those whom I love has turned against me. My bones stick to my skin and my flesh. I have escaped alive with only the skin of my teeth. Have pity on me, my friends. Have pity on me, for the hand of God has struck me. Why do you pursue me like God does? Will you never be satisfied with my flesh? Oh, that my words were written down. Oh, that they were written on a scroll. Oh, that with an iron chisel, with lead, they were engraved in a rock forever. As for me, I know that my Redeemer lives, and that as the last, he will stand upon the earth. And after my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh I will see God, whom I will see for myself, and whom my own eyes will behold and not another. My heart grows faint within me. If you say how we will pursue him since the root of the trouble is found in him, fear the sword yourselves for wrath brings the punishment by the sword so that you may know that there is judgment. Luke chapter 4 verses 42 through Luke chapter 5 verse 11. The next morning, Jesus departed and went to a deserted place. Yet the crowds were seeking him and they came to him and tried to keep him from leaving them. But Jesus said to them, I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns too, for that is what I was sent to do. So he continued to preach in the synagogues of Judea. Luke chapter 5. Now Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, and the crowd was pressing around him to hear the word of God. He saw two boats by the lake, but the fishermen had gotten out of them and were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little way from the shore. Then Jesus sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water and lower your nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we worked hard all night and caught nothing, but at your word I will lower the nets. When they had done this, they caught so many fish that their nets started to tear. So they motioned to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so that they were about to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For Peter and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish that they had taken. And so were James and John, Zebedee's sons, who were Simon's business partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will be catching people. So when they had brought their boats to shore, they left everything and followed him. Mark chapter 1, verse 35 through 39. Then Jesus got up early in the morning when it was still very dark, departed, and went out to a deserted place, and there he spent time in prayer. Simon and his companions searched for him. When they found him, they said, Everyone is looking for you. He replied, Let us go elsewhere into the surrounding villages so that I can preach there too, for that is what I came out here to do. So he went into all of Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and casting out demons. Matthew chapter 4, verses 23 through 25. 
Jesus went throughout all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every kind of disease and sickness among the people. So a report about him spread throughout Syria. People brought to him all who suffered with various illnesses and afflictions, those who had seizures, paralytics, and those possessed by demons, he healed them. And large crowds followed him from Galilee, the Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and beyond the Jordan River. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. We thank you, O Lord God, that we can come to you knowing, O Lord God, that you do indeed redeem us, O Lord God, from the pit, O Lord. You are the God who turn us from enemies to friends. Oh, to forgotten ones, O Lord God, to chosen ones. God, we thank you that you saw us before the very foundation of the earth, O Lord. You saw us, you called us, you chose us, Lord. We thank you. Oh God, I just, I pray, O Lord God, that that you, O Lord God, would help us, O Lord God, to not be like Job's friends, O Lord, who were speaking harsh words to him during his time of suffering, O Lord God, who did not have the self-control to simply be there and didn't have the gentleness to just simply be there, to sit with their friend in gentleness, in patience, oh God, and and just to hear his laments, to hear his complaints. Instead, they multiplied his sorrow. They added more wounds. They pierced him with their words, oh God, would you help us? Would you help us, oh God, to be friends, faithful friends who are good to our neighbors, who are kind, who can speak a kind word in a time of sorrow, in a time of suffering, oh God. We thank you, oh God, that you are the one that gives us wisdom, that you are the one who gives us the words to say or gives us the wisdom not to say anything at all, oh God. We thank you, O God, for the healing power that comes along with the testimony of Jesus. God, we thank you, O God, for the power that accompanies your gospel, O God, as you are healing people all over the land. There in the Bible, O God, through Judea at the Decapolis, Lord, we thank you for the testimony of Scripture, O God, that because you've done those things, O God, that we too can pray for those healings to take place in our lives as well, Lord God. We thank you that you can do anything, O God. Would you help us, Lord? We believe, but help our unbelief, O God. There are times, O Lord God, where we truly doubt your ability and your power to do things, miraculous works in our lives, O Lord, not because you're not an almighty and powerful God, but because many of us have been waiting so long for a miracle, waiting so long for an answered prayer request, waiting so long for you to turn it around. And that wait, O God, diminishes our hope, that wait diminishes our faith, O God, that wait That hope deferred makes the heart sick, oh Lord God. But we know that your word says a desire fulfilled is a tree of life. Oh God, we pray that you would help us, oh Lord God, to continue to believe and to trust, oh Lord God, that when you tell us to cast our nets, that we don't need to doubt and that we should be prepared to reap, oh Lord God, a net full of fishes, oh God, that we won't even have room to receive, oh God. Would you help us to trust in you? Would you help us to look to you? And would you strengthen our faith? We thank you, oh Lord God. It's not about the power, even the might of our faith or even the size of our faith. It's about the object of our faith and the object of our faith is Jesus Christ. I pray this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. 
Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.